Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glover's Cast. It's me, Ian, back from lovely Cornwall to talk about a nil-nil draw with Solihull. And here to talk about the draw is Mr. David Coates, who made the two-hour and two-minute trip down from Preston to Solihull yesterday. Dave, how uh, how was your journey? Uh, it was all right. I managed to uh, dodge all of those speed cameras that there appeared to be. It seems to be that the entire length of the M6 motorway from my house all the way to Birmingham is a 50 mile hour zone because there's roadworks where there was no one working. But the reason I was slowing down was because there were people working, but I didn't see any of them. So I turned into my dad for that period of time and just complained about uh, the fact that there was no one working. <laughs> Have you got cruise control? Can you just like whack it on and let it go at 50 or was no no cruise uh, control on my car i'm afraid so uh, um yeah so I you had to, to work uh, i had to i had to monitor my speed but it was uh yeah it was okay i got there in plenty of time i mean to be fair at the game there are a lot more people complaining about traffic than i was because uh i, I know the uh the green and whites coach got held up in the m5 was shut i think somewhere just south of birmingham um and there were a few people said that they got they got stuck there. So, um, so yeah, I was there nice and early. In fact, I was there before the bar even opened. Wow. Um, whereas they, I think, turned up about quarter past two. Yeah. Uh, and then all dashed into the, the Peaky Blinders themed bar that there was behind the, uh, <laughs> uh, in the away end. It was very nice, to be fair. Yeah. A couple of nice. breeze blocks and some nice sofas, but that's all you need. <laughs> um, yeah. So they were sort of arrived the same sort of time as the players in, by the sounds of things. Yeah, because the players were late getting there as well, weren't they? So, um, so yeah, I'm not sure where the, they said something about they were at a hotel. So I don't know if they came up on the day or whether they come from somewhere else and then got stuck. But yeah, the M5, anyone who's listening to this that's travelled that motorway will know. Well, any motorway can be, can be <laughs> like that, can't it? Anyway, we're not here to talk about motorways, are we? This no, good. no, no. I just like to get an idea of how your day was, really. Um, oh, okay. It was yeah. <laughs> before we go into the dreaded. A nice football. smooth journey there and a smooth journey back. So I was back by half past seven, so I was well happy with that. Happy days. So the game, nil nil. Um, a game of nearly as you and Ben have described it as. Yeah. Um 
what was your take on the on what you saw? It was a game of nearlies. Yeah, <laughs> it was like um, I, I just feel like we are one or two bits of quality away from being a decent side. I mean, if we'd have had Reese Murphy up front yesterday, I know shouldn't heart back to that. I think we would have won that game. Um, I think if we had maybe something in midfield, I think defensively we look we look great and. Um, uh, you know, and our, our defences will go on to with Max Hunt sending off, obviously uh, chopped and changed around a bit. I don't remember Grant Smith actually having to do anything sort of out of this world. I mean, he's made a few really good saves um, in, in, in recent matches, but I don't remember him having to do too much. I thought Moss and Robinson, I mean, not really seen that much of Robinson, um, but I thought he was excellent yesterday. Uh, Moss was was excellent as well. Staunton again, I, I love him. Uh, I think he's just like, I just you just hear him shouting all the time. Uh, and if I can hear someone shouting, it's a fairly good sign that shout quite loud. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and, and Max and again, look good. Uh, so defensively, I think we're, we're, we're there, even, you know, though we are missing... Wilkinson and, and, and Little as well. Um, midfield, Ben said um, about it after the Woking game that it feels a bit wonky. You're not quite sure uh, what's going on there. Um, but there seemed to be, you know, enough that the, with a little bit of tw- tweaking, that, that, that could be uh, all right. Didn't think Gorman had his, his best game yesterday, but, um, but again, he was okay. A little bit rude about... Um, Charlie Wakefield look at well I'm not worried about him because when it, I, I I love that kind of player that kind of winger who picks up the ball and and and, and just goes with it and he does that and uh, they he just looked a bit tired I think I think he came off um before the end I'm, I'm a bit rude we're going to break him but um you know <laughs> with the amount of games that we're playing so uh good that we've got uh we got a week off now but yeah then up front it was I mean it's boring now isn't it we five conclusions we'll just cut and paste we're not great up front. Yeah. Need a <laughs> because, midfielder. What is that a yeah. Yusuf? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just can't yeah. face that every week. Um, but yeah, it? I mean, a draw was a fair result. I think the, um, uh, the Solly old manager said it as well. Um, uh, and, uh, and Darren Sal said he thought we were better. What do you say? We were better, better attacking in, the first, in the, the first half. Yeah. I mean, Yusuf had two good chances in to uh, yeah, say, a Reese Murphy or someone like that might have um, might have scored. Listening to him after the game, he was saying, you know, he's getting his fitness back. He's confident the goals will come. I mean, he does seem to be some other time in the right place. When we were talking to the Solihull um, fan who we spoke to see, before this game, but when we were speaking to him in the summer when he signed, he said he was one of those players that was, you know, it was more about instinct. And I think it is. it seems like that with him, if he has to think too much about something then he yeah he, he struggles but then saying that right before half time one came to him from a from a corner and uh, and he headed it over but um yeah what was, just, uh, what was that sort of situation was he in the six yard box where yeah it was it he was he was right close to it. i mean i was i was buying the goal series and i i had a tall bloke stood in front of me so I was trying to try and look up and, and, and I, I just sort of caught it it seemed like it was it maybe it was a bit kind of over the top of him and it was kind of like in a funny position to try and uh, try and get to it it didn't look to me like it, it was a free header um see it again on the um on the on the highlights but there was one just before that where it got it actually got deflected over I think that he did he did quite well um yeah to, to 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 put it wide but but yeah he he would have been probably well i don't know he didn't <laughs> he, he he sounds quite confident in himself when you listen to him talk doesn't he uh, when yeah. you listen to him talk after the game he seems quite confident in himself um but he probably would have been disappointed not to have at least got that if he'd have got it on target it would have been him because he was right close up to the goal so um yeah have to watch that one again on the um Ben seemed to think that it was a a, a guilt edge chance, didn't he? And he was yeah. looking from from a different angle to me, and I think he was a bit elevated, so he probably had a better view of it than me. But it looked like a looked like a decent one. You're probably not the person to answer this question because you have that was your first game in 
It's, it's, boring it's that wood, boring wasn't wood it? game, yeah, yeah. Um, but do you think we're we're playing um, better without Quigley in the side? From the sounds of things, I've, I've, what I listened to from listening yesterday and to Woking in the week, it sounds like we're playing it a little bit differently. We're getting it through the midfield, which you know we've talked about the route one side of the game. Um, it sounds like it's benefiting us a little bit more. Yeah, there definitely wasn't any a lot of long balls. I don't remember. Mm. Um, there was a lot of playing it through the middle, um, and I think uh, when because quickly came on towards the end, and there was a little bit. Then I mean, he again it was at the other end of the pitch from 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 me, so I didn't get a great view of it. But he seemed to have a good chance towards the end as well, um, quickly. But I think I said. I can't remember when I said, or maybe I just said it to someone yesterday. But um, when I remember back at the beginning of the season, when I saw a few games, it seemed to be that we got the ball to to Quigley's feet and then he sort of turned and ran with it. Um, And it seemed to be a bit more like that. We were playing it through the midfield and then playing it into Yusuf's feet. And he is kind of at his back to goal a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and he did manage to to spin round and uh, and and get forward on a couple of occasions. But yeah, there definitely wasn't any too much directness, shall we call it. Yeah. Hoofball to pull it another way. And it sounds like, from what Darren Sile said on Thursday, and he was talking about your favourite player, Ruben Reid. Um, the best back to goal striker in yeah, two divisions. Yeah, it almost sounds like we're, you know, getting ourselves a little bit set up for his return yeah. to, to play in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe um, get the, the players behind him used to that style of play. I don't know. Yeah. If, I mean, we definitely we still foresight. need some, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that would be a, a good, good bit of planning, but um, yeah, we definitely need, someone who can finish a chance that's what we need I mean Quigley did it at the start of the season he uh, I, mean, I, I have sympathy with Joe Quigley because I'm not a, I'm not a Quigley hater um, I think he's a, he is definitely a good player in there and he's shown that at the start of this season but he has played a lot of games uh, yeah. and I could he's quite right um, to feel uh, to, to feel quite tired like say Yusuf given the benefit of the doubt, say, you know, he is still getting his fitness back. He made a good point. He didn't have a pre-season. So, um, so hopefully he's, um, he's getting there, but I mean, my thoughts on Ruben Reed are probably better documented than I would like, but I, <laughs> but I think if we had the Ruben Reed that we had last season, it was that back to goal sort of link up player, uh, I'm not sure who the person running off him to score is going to be, unless it is Wakefield Knowles, you know, unless we said last season that Quigley and Reed didn't seem to work together, that they were two similar players. Mm. Um, maybe that's the case. Maybe Yusuf could thrive of playing with Ruben Reed. I don't know, but it just feels like we are missing that clinical striker. And in fairness, uh, I mean, Solihull have got you know, that Andy Dallas up front, a testament to our defence, I thought, for, you know, what was a, a player last season that we all wanted to sign, you know, people raving about his performances down at Weymouth, didn't really threaten us. And and he is a goal scorer, I think. He is someone who can, you know, finish those kind of chances. And, and he didn't. Max Hunt didn't let him in the second <laughs> half. But, um, uh, but yeah, um, so... I don't think we're the only ones that are, no. that are struggling to um, uh, to score goals. And if Solihull are, I think they're still fifth now, even yeah. they were fifth before, uh, you know, if they're a playoff pushing team, I don't think we're a million miles off being a side that could get in the playoffs. But we need two very good bits of, we need you know two good bits of quality or two, you know, very fortunate loan signings that really click and uh, and all of that. As I said, someone in midfield and someone um, up, up up front. So if we got those, I could believe that we there is enough in there to be a playoff. That said, that's a playoff challenging first eleven, I'd say, because then we're inevitably going to get injuries and suspensions again. Um, you know, even when Little and uh, Reed come back, I'm a little bit worried that we're sort of placing so much importance on Reed and Little coming back. Um, but yeah. 
we'll we'll see. There's there's definitely a good side in there, I think. So yeah, I was I'd, I'd have taken a point. Don't know about you. I'd have taken a point at Solihull before yeah. the game. Yeah, I think that's what the manager said after the game as well. Four points from these two games. Yeah. Um, especially after a bit of a dismal run. Um, Ex- too much expectation. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's far too much expectation. Well, the, the manager checked himself yesterday, didn't he? And said that the performances at home weren't good enough. So, um, so we're all right. We're all right to say that. We're all right yeah. to expect a bit more now. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I think so. Um, we won't talk about Max Hunt's red card, other than we think he will miss the Yate game. Yeah. Rather than <clears throat> be available for Yate and then out of a league match. Yeah, that's what um, Ben's uh, dug out, isn't it? But yeah. yeah. But the, the other red card for Solihull, yeah. um, it all sounded like it got a bit frantic for a couple of minutes and Tom Knowles yeah. was um, <laughs> victim yeah. of a couple of rough challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I mean, I kind of like um, just glanced up as it, th- there was something said or some kind of, he uh, said the ball was being um, sort of thrown about and Knowles and I think Cranston, the, the, the fullback, seemed to get involved in a, in a little bit of something. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it, what, what it was. He, I think he might have like tried to kick the ball away and then, um, you know, their player raised his hands. And as we all know, if you raise your hands and that is a, that is a red card, um, but obviously, yeah, I, I, do you think I think it was Ball, the midfield uh, midfield player there, yeah. then took his um took it upon himself to be the policeman and uh yeah definitely took Knowles out with a a uh agricultural challenge, shall we call it, in the <laughs> middle of the pitch. I mean, if he'd have seen a red card as well, I wouldn't have been surprised. The referee, um, well, we're not allowed to talk about referees, are we? But yeah, he was the one. So um, <laughs> we, uh, I wouldn't have been surprised if he'd have gone as uh, gone as well. But yeah, Tom Knowles certainly uh, didn't endear himself to his uh, opponents or <clears throat> some of the, the uh, home fans either, I don't think. Yeah, Sheridan and Ben certainly thought it was a red card on commentary i wonder if it was because it was so close to the other red card perhaps yeah maybe he got a booking didn't he but yeah yeah, he certainly went in and then uh they they took him off shortly after that so they obviously thought that he was uh he lost his head a bit as well but um but yeah i mean are we saying that Tom Knowles is mastering a bit of shithousery? <laughs> you got to press the button now, haven't you? <laughs> so, uh, so uh, maybe, yeah, he certainly, uh, you know, he, I think he always had a little bit of a, a yeah. wind-up merchant in him anyway, didn't he? And he, he likes a, uh, a th- feisty tackle of his own. I think you have to, to be a part of <laughs> this team. Like a tackle. Just, well, have a bit of a wind-up merchant. Have, to, have a bit of an edge to you. Yeah, to be the dark part of Darren Southside. So yeah, um, yeah. So maybe yeah. I think he, I think he probably does. But then he's that kind of player that is going to draw fouls anyway, isn't he? I think because you know he is going to try and get the ball and uh, and 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 run with it. Yeah, and the last quarter of an hour, twenty minutes, we Darren Sarr said we sort of had to defend pretty robustly. He said Darren yeah. Moss headed the ball away about eighteen times or something on his back post. Yeah, yeah, they. It was strange because they, um, Solio, seemed to go for it a bit more when they got down to 10 men, um, in, my, in, in my view. I mean, obviously, they were shooting the other way in the first half, so I didn't get – it's quite a long, long way down to the other <laughs> end of Damson Park. But I, so I didn't get an amazing view of what they did. They did seem to have a couple of chances that they, they spurned probably more than um, – um, yeah, probably more than – you know, they didn't force Grant Smith into – anything particularly special i don't think yeah. but um yeah i was i was a bit surprised that we didn't go for it a bit more when their player got i mean there was only 9 minutes between the sendings off wasn't there or 8 minutes whatever it was um and i think just after hunt had been sent off we made two changes i think we brought sunny on and um joe quigley quigley that's right yeah, yeah. sunny and quigley came, came on um so uh, yeah, it. Um, I, I thought we would have gone from a little, um, a little bit more at that point, especially as they were losing their heads a little bit. Um, but we didn't, and um, then they, well, you know, once it, it got leveled up to 10, 10, 10 they, um, they did come at us a bit. But yeah, they were a good side, so so you'd expect them to. I mean, 
uh, the players that I was expecting us to cause us real problems, um, they didn't. Sabara in midfield, you know, he, he got on the ball quite a bit, but I don't remember him. Like I say I can't remember Grant Smith having a save, but um, but I don't remember him thinking, wow, here's some player this. And Dallas, again, um, maybe I'm just judging him too much on what he did at Weymouth, but he didn't look that special. Um, and they brought Rooney off the bench. He looked like the same kind of player he was when he played for us all those years ago, but I'm sure he's done <laughs> something between now and then. And um, yeah, is it Osborne? He was the other one who came off the bench as well. He was some kind of set piece wizard, according to a bloke I was speaking to um, before the game. But again, he didn't look anything too special. So, yeah, if it um, if they're a if they're a playoff pushing side, then we're not far off one. I don't think. Wow, there we go. <laughs> Well, yeah, but a couple of very good bits of quality <laughs> needed in there. A, a, Gavin, a Gavin Williams and, and a Phil, a Phil Jevons. Yeah, yeah that's all we need. From, okay. yeah. all right. We could probably get Gavin Williams and Phil Jevons now, couldn't we? I'd imagine. <laughs> don't know what they're up to. Yeah, well, Phil Jevons is Lee Johnson's well, assistant. That's right. right. Yeah, he's a coach Sunderland. in Sunderland, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gav's up to. Not sure what Gav's up to. Um, no. Okay. Well, that's, you know... That, Sounds like a relatively positive-ish afternoon from your perspective. What did you make of the manager's comments? The one, the thing that um, caught me by surprise was the Luke Wilkinson comment. What did he, bit, that, he said he tried, but he wasn't quite there. Well, that he need he needs to get a wiggle on, or we're going to have to go into oh the market. yeah, yeah. Um, well. Well, I mean, I could see at Yate them starting the way they finished with Robinson in the middle. Yeah. Didn't look, you know, again, against a decent solid old side. Didn't look too bad alongside um, alongside Staunton. So you could see Barnett left, uh, Moss on the right, and Robinson and Staunton in the middle. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what he was saying, was it? That it, that Staunton needs to get, um, uh, Wilkinson needs to get a wiggle on so that he can be available. Because Williams well, I- doesn't sound like he's, yeah, well, it sounds like he needs to be available so he can. Um, otherwise, he's going to have to go in the market and get another centre back. Mm. Mm. Well, what other centre backs is what's it? Recognise centre backs. Yeah. He hasn't got any, is he? Well, right. yes, I suppose Staunton started in centre midfield. Yeah, <laughs> if we call Staunton a midfielder, uh, I mean our only centre backs are Morgan Williams, uh, Luke, Luke Wilkinson, Wilkinson, and Max, Max Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. And none of them are available. Well, yeah, none of them were I think available after 70 minutes yesterday. Williams has just had a baby, hasn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So perhaps, I guess footballers get two paternity weeks paternity. Leave, yeah, <laughs> you think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he's... um He's off doing that, changing yeah. that piece and stuff like that. But yeah, so it didn't sound like the manager was expecting Williams to be available, did he? Um, no. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Robinson started in the middle um, against against Yate, unless unless Wilkinson is. But I mean, I don't know. FA Cup, you know, I know it's a team that's two divisions below us, but we all know what <laughs> the FA Cup does with teams that are two divisions below other teams, don't we? Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because you're sort of caught in that like um, confusion of right. So there's a team, a weaker team. But also, second round, yeah, a winnable uh, should be winnable game that can, you know, get us closer to the third round, third round yeah. and the big bunny tie. Coming around quickly, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Won't it be what was it? Well, usually January, isn't it? Third round. So. Yeah. Well, it's November. The listeners will be hearing oh, yeah. this in November. In November, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, so only a couple of months away now. <laughs> Should we take some questions? Is there any other things you wanted to talk about from the game? How was your burger? You had a burger? Yeah, burger was a two out of seven, I'd say. Ooh. There was a, yeah, yeah. And, and, and there wasn't, um, so they had down the back of, down the side of, they had one big grandstand on one side, or biggish, and, and then the other, it was kind of like a row of, almost like temporary stands with almost like a marquee over the top of it. And they seemed to have one burger van behind 
everything and it was open so away fans and home fans all went into the same place and they were like three blokes in this you know fairly sizable burger van but the queue was like unholy so I went before the game and um and was queuing there for quite a quite a while but yeah at half time there were quite a few people coming back with like five minutes of the second half gone going oh it's a bloody way forever right there so <laughs> yeah the burger weren't great and the queuing wasn't great either but I did enjoy the uh the little bar they had behind the game behind the goal the away end I think this can be a regular feature of uh Away day podcast. Away day, day burgers. Yeah. If, yeah. Well, Cleverly's not going to deliver the lasagna reviews, is he? So he he didn't even get home last night. I don't think he he, <laughs> he went from he went from Solihull to Kidderminster, uh, which uh, I think might be further away from where he lives in Solihull, uh, <laughs> and then ended up in Kidderminster. It seems. I think one of the questions is: Is he going to get home in time for work or not? Well, that's down to you, Michael, isn't it? You've got to be responsible for yourself at your age. <laughs> There's a growing theme to away days with Mike, isn't there? <laughs> Mike, it's like the game after the game, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> see how long it takes Mike to get back to uh, get back to Stevenage. <laughs> there you go. Right, should we do some questions? Go on then, have you got them? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Colin at Yorkshire Glover on Twitter. What will it take for us to beat a top table team? PS Stockport are not a top of the table team. Not a top of the table team. No. Well, who uh is it Boreham Wood a top of the table at the moment? Yeah. Or does it did it do we mean I think he means the top? top half. Okay. Stockport are just about in the top half, aren't they? But they've not been that impressive. I don't know if they were when we beat them. No, that's true, they weren't. Well, Halifax beat them? Maybe. Yeah, they might have been up there, might they? But Halifax yeah. is probably the only one ish. I don't know. And they're they're uh, in the Woke, Woking are in the top half. Are they? Yeah. Just. Ele- they? Yeah, they're 11th. 11th. <laughs> All right. Okay. Just go. Just go again. Well, I'd probably say, Colin, a uh, bit of quality up front. Evan <laughs> Williams and Phil Jevons. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we need to uh, to beat a top of the table team. But like I say, I mean, keep, I'm going to repeat myself again, but um, if Solial are a top of the table team, not a million miles away, I don't think. Good to hear. What do you think? Um, well, I'm still so scarred by my four <laughs> dismal games at home yeah. that I needed a holiday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Was this not planned before? <laughs> those games, yeah. Then we missed, you know, then Mr. Woking one. So yeah. I'm actually, you know, quite looking forward to going to the next home game and seeing what we're about i'm sure we'll revert to type when uh <laughs> exactly i, I which, go back <laughs> in which case we'll ban you i think that's the answer and yeah. foxy i don't know if you heard on th- on friday foxy was asking if you and i are going to pay to get ben there for every home game because oh, he's Christ. a lucky charm is he he hasn't seen us concede a goal yet wow stockport woking solion wow don't five guess. goals none conceded unbeaten unbeaten ben barrett <laughs> I'm sure that's the reason as well. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure they know he's there. You know, they look up, they think, oh, thank God he's here. Right, we can do this, yeah, boys. Let's, Come on. Yeah, let's draw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan Johnson, uh, do you think it's possible that one of our current players with a different system could end the lacklustre attacking form? Or do we need new blood? Brackets, not read. Uh well, I'm oh. I, I'm not the tactical mastermind here. That's where we need Ben, don't we? But uh, or you, um, and, well, you I... and you've seen four, four terrible <laughs> games. So I don't know if either of us qualified. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we've sort of made the change that I yeah talked about. In that I thought Quigley needed a bit of a break. Yeah, and I thought that would hopefully stop us lumping the ball forward, which it seems to have. Also, we've moved Charlie Wakefield further forward. Into a bit more of a three. Who was up with them? Was Knowles up with? Knowles, yeah. I think the three of them were. were and the were three playing. midfielders were Gorman, Worthington and... Barnett. Barnett. So I think we've talked about getting Knowles further up the pitch and scored last Tuesday. Yeah. Um, put himself about a bit yesterday. Put himself about. <laughs> yeah. And Charlie Wakefield, you know, he's, when he went further forward against Weymouth, he was a threat so it feels a little bit like we're sort of reverting back 
although it's a 4-3-3, a little bit diamondy with that fluid four in the middle that sort of... Yeah, you don't quite know what that is, do you? Yeah. Um, which, you know, worked all right for spells in the Darren Siles first season. Yeah. But I don't... Is there, well, so so would we say then, to answer Dan's question, if there's one of our player who could who could be better in a... Could that be... Are we saying that Knowles and Wakefield look like that in a different... That we've changed it and they look more threatening going forward? Yeah, perhaps. I mean, I think we both we both need know we need more. I mean, Darren Sowell again said yesterday, he said he knows they know we need more. Mm. So, you know, if there is a striker out there, yeah, we're not going to turn our nose up to, to no. them. I think it's a shame, obviously, well, I was away, Ben Seymour went back yeah. to Exeter. Um, I thought that was a shame. I think the comments as well, how he didn't, not enough game time don't yeah. really ring true with Seymour. Not with Seymour, no. With Dyer, I yeah. think that, that's absolutely oh, yeah. fair, yeah, because he played seconds, didn't he, rather than minutes. Yeah. But, but yeah. When you've got a defensive, you know, we're the, we've conceded the third least goals in the, all of the division this season. So you're not going to just lump in a loan signing into a pretty solid unit and. No. Give him games, but yeah, I think Seymour's a loss because I thought there was something about him that we didn't have in any other striker really as well. He was one who got in behind and had a bit of pace about him, so yeah, someone of that ilk would be yeah, the new the new blood, yeah, okay, or Dion Pereira. (laughs) He ain't coming back, is he? He ain't coming back. Um, Paddy. The, yeah. o- the OG. Um, what's OG. the food situation even more ridiculous at Solihull than YTFC's catering setup? I mean, you can't really comment on that because you don't Glover's know. Glover's on a roll, is it? Is it still Glover's on a roll? I don't know. That was cool. I don't, I don't tend to go for the catering or the no. football. I don't know what I go for, really. Um, well, as I've just mentioned, the catering setup at Solihull was a little bit farcical as well. So, um, I, I, having not experienced the Hewish Park uh, catering for for some time, I'm going to say if it's worse than that, the DL. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one for Paddy. Yeah. Um, will Yeovil's poor use of the loan system, players returning due to lack of loan time, affect our relationship and reputation with clubs? Well, and people will be able to read Ben's five conclusions when uh, when they hear this on, on uh, gloverscast.co.uk. But when you look at some of our loan signs that we've got, mentioned Dan Moss and Jack Robinson, Sonny's played lots of games. Um, so I think the three that he's talking about there is Pereira, who played 90 minutes and then obviously something's happened that he didn't like and therefore has decided that he doesn't he, he didn't want to go back. Nathan Jones doesn't seem to think that that's you know, irreconcilable. Um, ben Seymour, as you said there, I think when we counted up the minutes, it was just over three and a half games, one of which he declared himself unavailable for because of COVID uh, situation. Um, so we're really only talking about Jordan Dyer? Jordan Dyer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah who didn't have the minutes. Um, so, no, I mean, it was a bit pokey, wasn't he, the Exeter manager, about it. Uh, I think we've, we, you know, we, we've said about Seymour, he's a, he's a bit off the mark there. And Dyer maybe just wasn't someone that Darren Saar was going to chuck in. He's gone out on straight back out on loan at Bath City, hasn't he? So it's difficult to say whether he would have been better for us or whether, you know, Conference South is, is, is the level that he needs to be playing at. I'm sure he'll, you know, they'll go on to be great players um in their in, in their own right but i don't think so or i hope uh, yeah i i, 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 I think, he, think i think on dire he'd have had to have been very good yeah to dislodge josh staunton and yeah. max Hudson. yeah because although we've the form hasn't been brilliant it's not because of our defensive no. play that we've had situations it's just our lack of attacking creativity or whatever that's you know let us down yeah defensively we've been fine but when you're asking you know when you're asking your defenders to 
do have to maintain concentration because you can't find a goal. That's where we've bottled it, really. Yeah. So um, our attack uh, and and like you say, our our, our attacking loans have been well, well, well used. And, and Robinson and uh, and Moss Moss yeah. played every game since he's been here, isn't he? Yeah. or maybe the first one he because he came in before Kings Lynn, didn't he? Yeah. Well, right on the same day, I think him and Robinson. Yeah, and Robinson wasn't available for a period either, was he? So no, and it, I mean it's as well sort of going back to one of the earlier questions. Um, Alex Bradley seems to be a little bit back in favour. In yeah, did he come in, impre- in in midfield? Yes, yeah, I, he did. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I wonder if we, you know, maybe he's going to be one of the three that yeah is you know in the midfield at some point. Um, I think he's got a bit, something a little bit about him going forward. He certainly, when he plays fullback, he gets himself Actually forward. forward he, yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. he could be a solution. Yeah. Um, our friends at Bandwagon Fanzine. Oh, yeah. Solly hole uh, fans. Yeah. Solly hole friends, yeah. <laughs> How did Noel stay on the pitch for instigating by lashing out first in the incident that got Cranston sent off? Point out that after this is a little winky emoji, so um, <laughs> so it's obviously on a bit of a on a on a bit of a wind up there. I mean, I replied diplomatically and said, "Rule one of the Glovers cast is we don't complain about National League referees." Um, is rule one? I can't remember yeah, what's is, rule yeah. is. Is yeah. rule one? Um, but yeah, I say I looked up and this. I, I don't think he lashed out. There was definitely some words exchanged, and I think he tried to like you know have a kick at the ball, Knowles, but I don't think he lashed out and. Cranston raised his hand so I don't think you know I don't know how old he is or if he's uh, you know an experienced player but everyone knows that if you do that then you're going to get sent off for the linesman was stood right there the referee wasn't far away so I think he was just a bit stupid I mean yeah I don't think Tom Knowles could have um, could have got sent or you've been very harsh if Tom Knowles got sent off for his involvement in it I mean I'm yeah. biased aren't I but yeah <laughs> have you seen it no, I haven't. I haven't seen you sent a video, didn't you? Haven't watched it yet. I will have by the time this goes out. Yeah, but you can declare your view on it then. Well, don't fall in love with footballers. Mm. I'm sure he's yeah. innocent. I, I, innocent when when, when he got kicked up in the air just after, I did want to scream for you. You leave him alone, <laughs> <laughs> you big bully. <laughs> Run over, Tom. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I did nearly shout at the radio. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Um, why this is from Aid, Aid in Atlantic on Twitter. Aid in Atlantic. Mm. Uh, why does Sal always sound downbeat during interviews after games? Fed up with goings on above, or maybe read social media and see some fans want him gone. Doesn't read social media, does he? No. Doesn't read social media. Doesn't listen to the Glover's cast. Doesn't do anything. <clears throat> Just sits and reads newspapers. That's all he does. <laughs> Um, I don't know if he sounded particularly downbeat. No. Yesterday, um, I'm not sure really. I think I just imagine putting yourself through like 90 minutes of intense, like yeah, managing a football team, and then having to talk about it within half an hour, whatever of the game finishing. It's a bit. It's probably a bit of a come down to. Like depending on way the way the game's gone, the sort of managing and the stress levels, and then having to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't think he sounded downbeat. Um, I have. He does seem a little bit more proddy about needing more, doesn't he? I yeah. Think. What Which was he? Re- what was he referred to the ownership as? Oh, the powers that the be. The powers that be. Yeah. Uh, exactly. These mysterious um, forces that rather than rather than scott scott yeah i didn't say scott <clears throat> so i don't know i think there's maybe there is an edge there's, yeah, there's obviously a lot going on it, they play an awful lot the only game that i really remember thinking god he sounds really drained there was um after that weymouth replay which to be fair you can absolutely forgive drained. him for being drained we we're all drained after that and we we, we weren't even there and I, I felt drained after that so yeah i don't think he he, he does i mean 
sometimes he's um you know a bit more you see him in the Thursday press conference, he's a bit more chipper, isn't it? Maybe that's just seeing AD. Maybe that just cheers him <laughs> up. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think it'd be a bit harsh to say he was he, he's, he's too downbeat. Um, has Mike cleverly managed to get home yet from Pass. Andy? Pass. It's, it's Monday morning, so he's probably been sacked <laughs> if he hasn't. But uh, yeah, he was in Kidderminster. Oh, and Paddy's got another one in here. Is he? Um, yeah. If you could, who would you get rid of in January? Can we afford to get rid of anyone? <laughs> we got for 11 <laughs> on the pitch, Paddy. We can't even play 11 v 11 in training, can we? So um, I can't really think of anyone I'd get rid of on the playing staff, at least. <laughs> <laughs> can I say anyone? Easy no. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm... Yeah, I do. we can't really let anyone go, can we? We need them all. Yeah. And I don't think there's anybody. I mean, okay, you... Yeah, now I'm not going to criticise Yusuf too uh, too, too much because he is, as he, he rightly said, he hasn't had a pre-season. Um, he does, he's, he's definitely not Reese Murphy, um, but it's probably a little unfair to expect him to be. Yeah. Are um, you compare? are you bringing up old names again? I know. I brought Reese Murphy up at least three times yeah. today. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so people he, will be he, as critical as you for doing that as they are Darren Sal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't mentioned the key ones, have I yet? But um, uh, so yeah, and uh, I know Quigley's the other one who gets stick, but he's, he's our top scorer. Like he, he before yesterday, he had a goal every other game. I think. Yeah, I think when we when we when we play bad. Quigley is is like particularly noticeable, I think, mm. because we start like we said we start yeah playing it long, not particularly his strength. He's a, a massive, so everyone thinks it should be his strength, and then we sort of struggle, struggle um, with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm fairly happy with everything we've got. I think we just want we'd want more rather than yeah. Get rid. So don't get rid of anyone, Paddy. Bring some more in. If you can uh, finance right. that, Paddy. Property <laughs> starter. Start some property and give us some money. Yeah, where where's the property going to go up? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Paddy Horsington's Green and White Army. Was there any questions on Facebook? Uh, so, Jem... Uh, Jem Gardner asked a question uh, with regards to Max Hunt sending off, which you didn't let me talk about. You just, uh, you know, you just moved on past it, didn't you? So, um, but he Sorry. said, well, I'm not sure if it was a direct question uh, to this, but he did comment on the uh, on the match report. He said, um, I'm no fan of a professional foul, nor comments like, and he had no choice but to bring him down. Seriously, question mark. Um, I wasn't there, but A, would the Sully Moors player have definitely scored? B, might we be better off 11 v 10, even if they had scored? And C, wouldn't it be better to have him available for the next three games? Discuss. So we think we've got the answer on the on C, that he's going to be unavailable for one game, unless yeah. the referee decides it's violent conduct or something, which I would be surprised if he did. Um, B might have been better off 11 v 10, even if they'd scored. Given our scoring record, I don't think so. Listening to Neil Ardley speaking after the game, he said that he would have preferred that they'd have gone through and scored even 11 v 10. He would have been confident that they would have been able to, to do that. Yeah. So, and would the Solio player definitely scored? We'll never know, but. It was Andy Dallas who, I know I said before that he didn't look any great shakes, but one-on-one with just the keeper to beat, I'd have backed him to have probably scored that one. So, yeah, I don't know if he would definitely have scored, but it would have been, I'd have given him a 90% chance of doing it, I think. So, yeah. What do you think about uh, he had no choice but to do? Um. I don't know. I'd rather be. I think I'd rather be at nil nil mm. than one nil down. Yeah. Trying to break down 10, 10 players parked in front of the goal. We've 
20 minutes, was it? 20 minutes left when he got sent off. Especially with our recent track record of goal scoring. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do sort of agree in the no choice but to bring him down, but I think given the context of the game and our sort of form and creativity, we, yeah, go for it, Max. Do it again. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, what was it the manager said? A player of his size was always going to get caught or bring him down or something like that. Yeah. Um, it sounded like he was a bit positionally, he was caught. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched the a big key highlights, which are on at like, but he caught past 11 last night. I was watching match of the day and then I had to switch over to, uh, to watch it. And then we didn't come in right till the end, obviously. But, um, Classic. but yeah, it looked, yeah, it looked like, um, I want to say Yusuf lost it um, in his own half. Uh, yeah. And then they just seemed to, I mean, it was a really good pass, but it just split our defence. And 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 yeah, uh, Dallas was ahead of Hunt, and uh, he was he was chasing him down. No one else to be seen. Um, yeah, and he just like clipped his heels from behind. He wasn't far um, outside the um, outside the box, so he was lucky that he got him when he did. I think, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't suppose. Yeah, maybe Grant Smith would have stopped it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know because didn't I think Dallas had a chance before that, didn't he? Where I'm sure Bennett said on on commentary, I'm sure there was an opportunity he had before mm. where he had a little bit too much time to think about it. I think. Yeah. Um, but we don't yeah. know. We don't know. Would he have scored? I'll go see Madame Petrolengo down on Blackpool Seafront later and see if she can uh, <laughs> look into her tea leaves. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's my Sunday sorted. I think that's the title there. <laughs> yeah, Madame Petrolengo, yeah. Right. I think we haven't the... do you know what we haven't mentioned? What's that? John that's Barrowman. What... Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that came out. There were there were chance of Barrowman's green and white army on the uh yeah <laughs> on the terraces. I say chance, Andy Craig shouted it a couple of times. So um yeah. Celebrity Barrett, yeah. type. Absolutely, celebrity type. He wasn't. Uh, he, he, he wasn't happy. He did put a lull at the end of it, though, didn't he? So I don't think he was too upset. But yeah. I was a little bit worried that the you know, Barrowman's army was going to uh, going to lay in on us. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I don't it's, think that's an unusual phrase, is it? A celebrity type. I don't know. I think he'd rather be called an actor. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> All right. It was on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. He can't be too upset about being called a celebrity, can he? I don't know. I think people have called him worse in yeah. the in the comments. So yes, yes, they have. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave them to yeah. uh, to his lawyers to look over. But... Yeah, I mean it's you know another crazy Yeovil Town story, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it gives Ben a chance to get his Conte meme out. So um, yeah, <laughs> but what was it? So his nephew who yeah. played he played in Scotland yeah. who scored six goals in a reserve team game for Airdrie, I think whatever that's worth, um, is on trial with us or was on trial with us at the end of uh, end of last week. And and John parted with his hard-earned cash from being a serious actor, um, <laughs> not a celebrity, uh, on uh, in the merch shop, he called it, didn't he? Yeah, he is American. Yeah, the merch shop. Merch. He, he, he bought, what did they say? Oh, he bought a polo. He put a polo um, shirt. Apparently, that's what he bought. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Skin flint. Maybe he's not been acting recently. (laughs) I don't know. I do wonder. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was going to say you've managed to wrangle a ticket for Yates, haven't you? Have you? I don't know what you're talking about, Ian. No, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Tickets went on sale to YTFC fans at the uh, at the at the weekend. You are so, a YTFC fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a strange one because if you go on social media, there were lots of uh, lots of people. But I mean if there was a car, there was a post on there from a Yate Town from Yate Town so saying we are selling tickets for Yate Town fans. And apparently they were asking people questions about uh, you know, what's the nearest pub and where's the you know, to, to see to ask them local knowledge. Um and 
expect Hughes managed to answer those questions. Yeah, he probably has. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 uh, the guide to Yate Town will be published on the uh, on the website uh, by the time you 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 listen to this. But um, but yeah, so they had. I think they played Willand Rovers in the yeah. FA Trophy yesterday. They had a crowd of 240 um, and apparently they sold 1,600 tickets. So I don't think whatever they'd like to say, they were selling to Yates Town fans and Yates Town fans only. Whereas they are Yates Town fans, a lot of them aren't very good ones because they didn't, didn't Come, go to the match. <laughs> yeah, coming out of the woodwork to watch Yeovil, aren't they? Exactly. They're only there to watch Yeovil. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but, but the tickets... The away allocation of tickets, which we understand is 350 from what was being people were being told um, down at uh, Lodge Road, I think it's called yesterday, um, go on sale this week. So I think some were probably may put an article up saying um, that they'd sold out. They haven't sold out of everything. There are still season ticket holders can get our, our allocation first. And if they if they don't all go, then. They'll presumably put them on general sale to to yeah. whomever else. But you might be there. You won't be going. <laughs> oh, you might be going. Okay. I, I, it might it might be like you know, Great Manchester Police might be trailing me again. Or, <laughs> what is that? Gloucestershire? Is it Gloucestershire? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, I don't want to you know reveal my location too much, but <laughs> yeah, I'll be sat next to John Barrowman in the uh, in the grandstand. Well, that'll be good, won't it? Fabulous. <laughs> Right, should we call it? Let's call it there. We will speak again in the week, yeah? Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll talk all FA Cup on uh, Friday. Bring on the magic of the cup. Well, hey, cheers, mate. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's standing by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 